Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. Doesn't that sound awesome? My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel more deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is how to strengthen your relationship with God. So before we get started though, I want to let you know that I have created a free download called The Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care. I'm really proud of this guide. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. And that topic goes awesomely with what we're talking about today. So visit my website, tinaheisman.com to download it. Also, I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and I always like to say it's actually a happy place on Facebook, not one of those angry places. So I hope you'll join us. So let's dive in and talk about how to strengthen your relationship with God. So when I think about this subject, I think about the Proverbs 31 woman, specifically verse 26 that says, she speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Wisdom, wisdom comes from faith, from God. And as moms, we need a whole lot of wisdom. But so often we rely on our own strength when instead we should be relying on God. And it is so important for us to make our relationship with God a priority in life. When we build a relationship with God, we can approach life and all of its challenges from a more whole, peaceful, and authentic state. This is is the way we want to be living, right? Peaceful, whole, and authentically. But when we're disconnected to God, we feel more stressed and negative and unhappy and like life is out of control. And we are relying on our own strength to solve our problems, which doesn't generally work very well. And we become exhausted and maybe even disconnected or even disillusioned. And sometimes we just wonder like, Why would God let these problems or these struggles or these frustrations happen to me when I'm trying to follow him? We lose sight of the truth. But when we have a great connection with God, we feel more fully alive. We feel more peaceful and purposeful. And we make our choices and decisions in life from a wisdom that can only come from God. And so I'd like to share a story with you and take a look at this. My client, Jessica, came to me because she was feeling very unfulfilled in life. And I cannot tell you how many women come to me for this. It's one of the number one reasons why. So Jessica was in her late 30s and a mother of two little girls. She'd been married for seven years. And she was just wondering if there was more to life than this. She was questioning her purpose. She was kind of bored, honestly, with a daily routine of life. And that doesn't mean she had nothing to do. She was just kind of bored with everything she had to do. And she lost her passion. She just, she didn't feel like she had anything to look forward to in her days. She felt kind of tired all the time. And she was starting to feel resentment toward her husband and the life that he got to live and her girls even. And was really wondering, is this all there is to life? 
One of the things that we discovered through working together was that she was stagnant in her relationship with God. She did have the desire to pursue her faith more, but her husband didn't, and he really wasn't very supportive of her efforts. So sometimes Jessica would take the girls and go to church without her husband, but she didn't really like that. It was harder, right? And, and it felt lonely without him. And so she resented him for not going. And she really thought he was wrong, right? Like if you were a good husband, you would come to church with me. And this was not setting a good example for her girls. And deep down, what she really wanted was for her husband to be a part of her spiritual walk because she felt like they were growing apart. And so it got to a point where she was really wondering, is this the right guy for me? If she should leave her marriage. So Jessica and I worked on this to see how could she increase her faith life for her own well-being and then just see what would happen with her husband and her marriage. So instead of like trying to either drag him along and force it or give it up altogether and be resentful, we're looking for a different solution. And I see this a lot with my clients. We think it's either one way or another way when really there could be a whole host of solutions in the middle. So we took some time with Jessica looking at spiritual growth opportunities that were interesting to her and that would fill her soul. And I just would love to share with you guys that this is really not unusual. I think especially in this walk of motherhood that we do. Jessica is not alone. There are so many of us that feel like we need a spiritual makeover from time to time. So I wanted to share some things with you today that could be options for you to increase your faith life, no matter where you're at right now. If you feel like you're stagnant or if you feel like it's pretty good or if you feel like if it's great, we can always use more ideas, right? And so I invite you to take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't. And so for starters, for some of us, going to weekly church services is one way to increase our connection to God, right? Just that's the basic, like going once a week and sitting with God, putting ourselves in his presence, learning from what the pastor has to teach us that week. Like that's a wonderful way to start your week. And I happen to be Catholic. And so we call it mass and we get communion with Jesus. And I always look forward to that's like a renewal to me on Sunday. And that gets me going. That gets me feeling good. And I've also tried changing my view of mass to, um, I know a lot of people when we go to church, we want to go to get something out of it, right? Like we're going to, to seek and get something out of it, which is great. But when we fail to feel like the pastor delivered the message or something that we could really connect with, I think a healthy turn in our thoughts is what can I give at church today? What can I give at mass today? What can I be thankful for? And when we show up in that giving and gratitude, it doesn't really matter what the pastor says because we're just showing up in the right mind frame. And I think we might even be able to take more from what they say when we show up that way. So I just wanted to offer that to you because sometimes I know that we can all get stuck in thinking, I don't know if I'm getting anything out of this. So I hope that helps you. And here's what I want to say though. Going to mass or church on every Sunday is awesome but it really isn't enough. If we really want to have a connection with God, we need to bring him into every moment of our lives. And this is something that takes time, maybe even a lifetime, right? And 
The idea is not to do it perfectly, but to make progress. And so what I thought we could do is just talk about a few other ways besides your weekly church service that you can connect with God. And so the first way is spending time in daily prayer. And I know this sounds um, super simple and basic, but it is something that I hear a lot of complaints from women on that they don't have time. They don't have time. They don't have time. And I just want to encourage you, wherever you're at with time, just either start with five minutes or add five minutes. And your prayer time doesn't have to be formal. It doesn't have to look a certain way. The words that come out of your mouth don't have to sound a certain way. Just start a connection with God. Just start a conversation with him. You could just very simply start by thanking him for your blessings and asking him for the help that you need and then praying for the other people in your life. So those are just three simple ways that you can get started on prayer. Doesn't have to be fancy, right? Now here's a pro tip if you've already got this going. Write down your prayers if you can. I love writing my prayers. I write them down every day. It helps me. I love it. And it helps me in two ways. Number one, and I think you're going to all appreciate this, it keeps my mind from drifting off to thinking instead of praying. Has that ever happened to you where you're praying and then suddenly you're thinking and problem solving and you get lost? And so writing my prayers down helps me stay in my prayer. And it also produces a record of answered prayers. So this is super cool because you can go back and look at this and see all of the answered prayers. That is an amazing way to increase your connection with God. When we see, holy cow, like I lost sight of all of these prayers that were answered. I I am so grateful. That's a great way to increase our connection with God. And so moving on to the second idea is to participate in a Bible study. And I know, again, a lot of you might already be doing this. You might not. I just would so encourage you. This is such a great extension of your weekly church experience. It's an opportunity to connect with friends over scripture and learn something new at the same time. And it's so cool because you get to hear stories about how God is present in other people's lives. And it just, there's just something about, there's something so rich about being in a community of women and reading the scripture together and learning from it and seeing, holy cow, like this scripture is alive and well in all of our lives in all different ways. It's so incredible. And so um, moving on to, well, I guess I wanted to share an example before I do move on. Like this Bible study, it's something I am in a group where we meet every Friday and it's just women, but I have another friend who has like a couples group and they meet as couples. And so they do that more of like in an evening thing. I just wanted to throw that out there. You can get creative with the group that you use to pull this together and it doesn't have to be big, but here's what I can promise you will happen. It will grow. (laughs) It will grow. Start with a few women and watch it grow. It's so awesome. Okay, so now we'll move on. Number three, another way to increase your faith life. I always love encouraging you to incorporate a little bit more of faith-based entertainment, like music and movies and books into your life, if you're not already. Exposing us when we do that, we surround ourselves with God, with love, with messages of hope and peace 
And we so need that right now in this world with all of the negativity. Just we need a break from that. And when we go on the radio and we find maybe some Christian music to remind us of the truth of God, or if we go search a Christian movie on Netflix or wherever we can find them, or even books on Amazon, it just really can help us stay more connected to God, remember his message more often, and feel more peaceful in a very, what feels like a very unstable world at the moment. And so I wanted to share with you one of my favorite Christian books. It's called A Proper Pursuit by Lynn Austin, and it's a Christian fiction novel, and it's set during the Chicago World Fair in 1893. I love like historical fiction like that, and so it's a fantastic book, and I would definitely recommend that if you're looking for another good read. Okay, so the fourth way that we can increase our connection with God is to pretend that we're on a God hunt every day. Like approach our day looking for where God is showing up. What prayers has he answered? What is he telling you? What is he steering you toward? What is he steering you away from? Like where is he talking? And maybe sometimes where is he quiet? What's going on over here? What I can tell you is that God will communicate with you in the way that he knows you'll hear him. And so this was something I thought I would share with you recently. I was sitting with my eyes closed And I asked God, where are you? I have been waiting on an answer to prayer since last November. And just at that moment, I asked that question. Through my eyelids, I could see the room light up and the sun come out from behind the clouds. I opened my eyes to see it more clearly. And it was as if I heard God say, I'm right here. (laughs) Whoa, you guys, that was really cool. And it's just one example of so many I have. And so I would just encourage you to really look in your life for where God is moving and active. It's so fun. All right. The fifth idea that I'll share with you today and the last one is to volunteer for a cause that's near and dear to your heart. That's where we really see God at work. And we get to take pride in the fact that we're serving other people as God's hands and feet here on earth. And so some of us like to volunteer with children and some maybe with pets or some with the elderly or the poor or the military or the sick. It really makes no difference as long as it fills your heart and makes you feel more connected to God. So I would, I would answer the prayer or the passion that's in your heart for what kind of an organization you might volunteer with. I think sometimes we feel a lot of pressure from Uh, maybe social media even, and just outside sources of we should volunteer here, we should volunteer there, we should donate here and donate there. And it's good to, of course, take all that into account. But don't make it wrong that you're not passionate about helping pets when you're really passionate about helping kids with diabetes, right? Like follow your passion. And I think that alone, like just letting go of other people's expectations of what you should do can really help you feel more connected to God and more true to yourself, you know? And so now let's go back to my client, Jessica, for a quick minute. She worked out a sweet little plan for herself on some of the things that we talked about and really got to work on incorporating faith into her everyday life. And she really stopped waiting around for her husband's approval to pursue her faith. She just started living her faith. But in the meantime, what she did do about her husband was she prayed. She prayed for her husband's relationship with God. 
instead of nagging him about it. You guys, this might mean, seem small, but it's huge. This was letting my client, this was letting her let God parent his child. Do you guys hear what I'm saying right now? Like so many of us women feel like it's up to us to be the parent of our husband and tell him he's got to go to church or he's got to do this or that. But really, that's up to God. And so let's let him do it. Let's pray and let God do the work because when he does it, it's magical and effortless, truly. And I know you all know what I'm talking about. And so with Jessica's husband, there was after a period of time of not being nagged about it and bugged about it, he started saying, oh, I'll come with you guys. And at first it was kind of like, almost like doing her a favor kind of a thing, you know? But regardless, he kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. And it was a wonderful, wonderful step in the right direction. So what I would say for you today, I like to leave you, if I could, with this a little action step. Like the single most important thing that you can do to increase your relationship with God is to thank him daily. So I would encourage you every day, write down three blessings that you notice that day and why they were a blessing. And that why part is really important in writing it down because it allows you to slow down and just really connect with it and just try to really feel that gratitude in your heart. This one step can drastically change your spirituality. All right, my friends, I know that this is easier said than done, and sometimes we feel like we need help or a little hand-holding or a little accountability. And if you'd like to work on this with a coach, reach out to me. I would love to work with you. I help women with this all the time. Thank you so much for listening in today. Let me know if you have any specific questions. And remember to download your free guide to guilt-free self-care and join us in the Life Design community on Facebook. Thank you so much. I'll see you next week.